clicking on the podcast. I'm David and I'm the lead pastor here at Wellspring Church. As part of our Go Week, we are having convos with our local Christian partnerships. So these are different organisations in Watford who are serving Jesus and serving uh, the gospel in various forms. And so today we are privileged to be talking with Matthew Heisman from New Hope. So I'll uh, hand over to Matthew. Uh, could you share with us about your role and the purpose behind New Hope? Uh, thank you, David. It's Thank you for the opportunity to join with you today. Um, so I'm the Chief Executive at New Hope. I've been there for nearly nine years. I don't know where that's gone. It's a real joy to serve this charity and um, a charity that has such enduring favour in the town. And we don't take that for granted. That's been built up over well over decades now. And uh, the simple mission of New Hope is to help people who were homeless uh, into a home and into a place of safety, to have a future and a hope. So, you know, in a sense, we were still doing exactly the same thing as Janet, Sheila and Tim, our founder, started in 1990. And it's been really important to us this year and over the last year when we introduced a new strategy. We're going back to our roots about why we're here and what we're here for is, is what we were made to be in 1990, and that is to help people who are rough sleeping, those who are vulnerable, destitute, marginalised, to help them to build better futures. And it's just a, such a joy to be part of this wonderful charity. Fantastic. Brilliant. And it's a privilege to actually partner with you in that. And uh, obviously had Wellspringers through the, the years kind of be involved, including myself with certain things. I remember doing youth work and being involved with helping educate our youth and doing sleep outs and things like that to raise awareness. Um, what's the things you'd like to share with us in our time together, really, to, to help raise our awareness about uh, New Hope and, and the ministries that you're involved with? I'll just say, first of all, thank you to everybody at Wellspring for your support. We do count you as one of our main partner churches, not just because Tim is one of our patrons, but at every level for many years, Wellspring have walked with us. And it's not been easy at times. We're working with a very disadvantaged, often challenging community, David. And um, we're just grateful for the support of, of Wellspring and other churches. I think one of the most remarkable things of the whole 32 years of the charity's existence has actually happened over the last 21, 22 months of the pandemic. Because um, just back in March 2020, so almost two years ago, it's quite un unbelievable to think about it, but there were no less than 80, 80 rough sleepers on the streets of Watford. Last January, that figure went to zero. And tonight uh, is probably around about four or five maximum. So it's been an incredible transformation. And it's just, uh, you know, that's happened because um, the government, um, it's been criticised in many ways, but one of the really good things it did during the pandemic was something called Everyone In, which is exactly what it says on the tin. So early on, if we turn the clock back to the early days of lockdown, I remember some rough sleepers being asked by some um, police officers in Watford saying, you know, the government have said it's the law now, go back to your home. And I remember hearing them saying to the officers, we don't have a home to go to. You know, we've got a bin store or, or, or a, a, a foyer of a shop. And that uh, really brought home, I think, the gravity of the need for protecting people, often with vulnerable health conditions. So with the support of Watford Council and, and One YMCA primarily, but many other organisations, there was incredible work done to bring rough sleepers into a place of safety. 
The issue now is that nearly everybody who was brought in is still in temporary accommodation, which is great, so much better than being on the street. But our desire, our heart, our vision, our hope, our prayer is to see people, and it is beginning to happen and has happened over the last year or two, people moving into permanent accommodations. We, uh, I've mentioned about our strategy earlier that the vision really, David, is that people should be able to access homes that we would be happy to live in ourselves, you know, to have reliable heating, to have uh, warm water, to have good Wi-Fi, to have white goods that, that work. And uh, that's at the heart of our strategy, as we believe, as you do, everybody made in the image of God, that everybody's entitled to um, a decent, dignified style of living. So it's been an enormous couple of years for us all, but certainly at New Hope, it's been both daunting, but also incredible what has happened. And we hope that this marks a line in the sand in terms of the work with Rough Sleepers, not just in Watford, but nationally. So um, exciting, but demanding days, David. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that, that's amazing from 80 to, you know, where we are now, maybe up to five rough sleeping. So um, obviously there's a, a journey and a whole process of people that get involved uh, along this journey to help bring new hope to people's lives. And um, just wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing a couple of testimonies, maybe from different parts of that journey from homelessness to having a home and, and maybe even like moved into a home that's not even temporary, but it is theirs. Yeah, just uh, if I just share a couple of stories, just tell you something to encourage you and those who are watching this. That is at the heart of our mission is uh, we recognise that we can only rebuild lives as we look at three parts of people. That is their body, their mind and their soul. And um, I give credit to that for somebody else, uh, Andrew Trent, who many of you know runs the Watford Food Bank. He said that to me early on in my days, my early days in Watford. And we're really excited, David, because for the third part of that, the soul, mm. we can't quite announce who, but we've just appointed the first New Hope chaplain Oh, and fantastic. that person is going to lead on the sort of spiritual development and oversight and linking with local trusted local churches. And um, so perhaps, you know, in terms of prayer, pray for that person as, as they start their journey as New Hope's first chaplain. In terms of people, well, it's all about, you know, those that I've seen recently and those that I've bumped into in the, in the, in the street in the last few days. So just share two quick stories. Okay. I had the privilege of joining uh, our outreach um, team uh, just a little while ago. And um, there are occasionally some people who just don't want to come in. They just don't trust. They've had bad experiences of, of services and they have no confidence in the system. And there was a lady who was sleeping in an underpass, not far from the center of town for many weeks she had all her lively, all her worldly goods uh, stacked around her in black bags. She had her purse stolen. She had nothing really. She was cold, and I saw my colleague interact with her. She was in her sixties, and um, you know had formerly formerly had a, a good career in a, in a, in, a, in the health service, I understand. But her world fell apart, and she was rough sleeping. And uh, just a few days later, after many weeks of gentle engagement with this lady. I heard that um, that she had been brought in into a place of safety, into shelter. So obviously great rejoicing with that story. And we just hope it's the beginning of a transformation in the lives of that individual. And then only yesterday, David, I was walking down Watford High Street and I heard a voice across the other side of the street saying, 
Matthew. And um, I thought, oh, what have I done wrong? Or who is that? And I, anyway, my eye caught this individual that I last remember coming to the haven that many, uh, that you would know, David, and many people watching this would know on Whippendale Road, sort of the first line of support. It's the humanitarian aid for rough sleepers, showers, mm. uh, clothes, food, and support. And I remember this individual uh, two years ago being there uh, as a rough sleeper. And it was incredible as I crossed the street and went to say hello to this gentleman. He was smartly dressed with a, a smart scarf around his neck and a nice jacket. As I chatted with him, he told me that um, over the last two years, his life has been put back together again, that he's moved on out of addictions and has now got a home and was uh, thinking about uh, applying for a job. And it was incredibly humbling for him to say as he, as he, as we left each other, he said, thank you for the work that New Hope did um, to help in that, that process of transformation. So, you know, incredible stories. It's all about people, David. It's not about numbers at the end of the day it's about individual people like david you know you're you're a david but like a, 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 a deirdre or a david or a any any well, it doesn't have to just start with the letter d but it's about real and that's because um going back to what i said earlier it's that passionate feeling that these individuals are made in the image of god and each one is precious and unique and it's the new hope's joy to try and help rebuild people's lives in partnership with other agencies and other supporters like yourselves. So yeah. a couple of stories there, but there's just so many, David. It's just yeah. such a joy. But equally, if I could just say it's not, it's often very challenging. You know, when I first came to New Hope, perhaps because of my primary school career background, I looked at it in a very simple picture of a snakes and ladders board. And people move up, they move down. You know, and addictions are dreadful things. And um, we have to work relentlessly. Many of you know uh, my colleague, uh, Rob Edmonds, Mr. New Hope, and uh, he often reminds me that, you know, we, we never give up on anybody. And um, you know, it's just such a joy, as I said earlier, to be part of this, this extraordinary charity and, and part of this amazing team. Yeah, fantastic. Um, alongside with that, I was just wondering, um, in terms of, you know, the, the message of Jesus and, and the gospel, when when sharing along this process of helping people, serving people, what's um, people's responses been? What's uh, a story of somebody in terms of the interaction when when they've come to hear about the gospel and God's love for them through Christ Jesus? Is there any sort of stories that come to mind? Yeah, well, we're very much um, view ourselves as the hands and feet of Jesus. We're feeding the poor. We're clothing the the homeless, we're giving shelter to those without anywhere to go to. And then from that, we're very sensitively, we, we we have to command the respect and the judgment with respect to professional boundaries as well about the gospel. And therefore, as I said uh, earlier, the new post of chaplain has a particular responsibility and a legal permission, as it were, to be able to share um, the gospel to a um, to service users. So what we hope that um, that person will be able to do is uh, is develop explorer courses in some of our services for those who are seeking to find out more about Jesus, to link with local churches. And then there have, of course, been stories, you know, like an individual, I won't name him, in your own in your own fellowship, who's been, who was saved, you know, who, who came to Jesus through um, various influences on his life from a, a pathway of addiction and, and homelessness. So, you know, Ultimately, you know, and I know, and people watching this know that 
lives won't be transformed by a house, by a key to a flat or a house of their own, by clothes, by food, but ultimately true transformation, eternal transformation is only going to be possible through an encounter with Jesus. So sensitively and wisely, you know, we're looking, we're excited about the way that our chaplain in partnership with others will be able to do more to, um, to, to seek to, Simply the souls of those who is who the, those who are seeking. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you, Matthew. And uh, I don't want to overlook you. You mentioned the the realness of the challenges uh, you face as an organisation with helping uh, rough sleepers. So, just wondering for those listening, um, I know we as a church family already consider ourselves in partnership, but how can we and the listeners get? better involved or help support what are the various ways maybe people willing and wanting to find out how they can help could you give um yeah give us some answers on how we can help you well the, the first of all i uh, think for the opportunity david the the warmth that we feel from yourself and and others at wellspring and other partner churches is just such a great encouragement it can be incredibly grueling the work that we're in and therefore that just that encouragement but then of course secondly and and perhaps most of all, and you know exactly what we're going to say, your prayers. Yes. You know, Rebecca Palmer, who, who many of you know, our fundraising and communications manager, who does a wonderful job. She produces a monthly prayer bulletin that's available online or hard copy. I would just encourage people, if they aren't already, to sign up. And it's uh, sort of uh, broken down day by day to pray for the work of New Hope. And you know, ultimately, it's going to be prayer that makes a difference. And then if people have any opportunity for giving beyond their regular giving, you know, that's there's details on the website, yeah. uh, and the work needs money to make it able to be op- to be able to operate. So, you know, encouragement, prayer, and uh, as people's means allowed to, to give, and um, that would be you know fantastic if people were able to support in any one of those ways, David. Fantastic. Is there anything um, in terms of uh, giving time or volunteering that could be of help or or not at the moment? No, very much so. We have some of our volunteering opportunities reduced slightly during the pandemic for, for obvious reasons as we um, reduced non-essential points of contact. But we're rebuilding that now. And um, if people, if anybody's interested in volunteering, on the website newhope.org.uk, there's a tab, a drop-down tab of, of volunteering. And um, people are, are welcome to see what's on there and to put themselves forward. And uh, there's a bit of a backlog at the moment. It might take a little bit of time to get back in touch but new hope has many more volunteers than it has paid staff so we're a volunteer-led organization in many ways so if people have got particular skills they might just be befriending people and be able to chat with someone perhaps in the night shelter the sanctuary in the evening or play a game of chess with somebody it doesn't have to be any particular skills but do have a look on the website if anyone's interested please Brilliant. Thank you, Matthew. Well, that that was something I just wanted to make sure because there's willing people amongst our church family. And even <clears throat> in the last week, somebody was asking me, what can we do more for the homeless and the rough sleeping? So that's fantastic. So I hope those listening um, have been encouraged by this and see this as helpful information to get involved. And also just other than checking out New Hope's website, if you want to financially contribute, you know, as part of our offerings here at Wellspring Church, if you want to fill out one of the envelopes, you can tick other and you just write New Hope and that money will make it across uh, to the guys at New Hope. Well, 
Matthew, it's been fantastic to uh, have this time together and uh, looking forward to seeing more of you uh, in person soon. Wanted uh, just simply to ask, we, we will make some time now for the listeners and myself to pray for you and your organized for, for New Hope. Is there anything particularly you'd like us to pray into? Yeah, just pray. We, we anticipate that rough sleeping will increase this year, David, because of the impacts of the pandemic on relationships, on addictions, on mental health, on financial, um, people's financial situation. So just pray that we'll be wise in responding to that. Pray too for the um, recovery of the New Hope team. You know, it's taken a battering over the last uh, 23 months, 22 months. And just pray that this staff would just be able to, and the volunteers be able to just be restored in body, mind and soul. And, uh, and then just pray also, finally, that we have a vision to, um, as God helps us to bring the, the, the haven on Whippendale Road and the Sanctuary and Exchange Road together as a new service in the next uh, couple of years. And we just, we need a, a God moment, a breakthrough uh, in that. So just perhaps pray for those three things, please, David. Fantastic. All right, we'll do. All right, well, church family, don't just listen to my prayers. Please do join me as we pray for Matthew and New Hope. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness and your heart for those, Lord God, who do not have a home, who may find themselves rough sleeping, Lord God, for those who seem to be in places that are of difficulty and um, <clears throat> are in need of not just love and compassion, but your provision, Lord God. And so, Father, we just ask for your continued wisdom and blessing over Matthew and New Hope as a whole organisation, for the whole team there, Lord God, Father. Um, just hearing that, it feels like over the last couple of years it's taken a battering, the workload and everything. Father, you know. And I pray, Father, that you would encourage, you'd lift their heads, that you shine your face upon them, shine your face upon this organisation, that they may shine your light out into Watford and local neighbourhoods and communities, Lord God, and bring hope and bring a place of sanctuary and safety to those who are in need. Father, I also pray for the incredible plans for New Hope, Lord God, to increase and provide better services, Lord God, that they would have this God moment, God breakthrough. I pray for your wisdom and your will to prevail. And I pray, Lord God, just for a strengthening of that team and that you would continue to encourage them. Would you provide the finances that they need? Would you provide the volunteers that they need, Lord God? Would you provide all that is on their heart, Lord God, for them to receive. And we do ask, Lord God, that as New Hope continues to minister to people, that the love of Jesus would completely heal people, make them whole. Lord God, I thank you, Father, for the keys that you give in life, but I thank you, Father, you give us keys for eternal life and for life with you. And I do pray, Lord God, that message would continue to work through the hands and feet of New Hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.